Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday afternoon. It's February 16th, 2024, and we've got some crazy content to get to today. We are ending the week with a bang. The only bang happening in certain people's world here is the breaking news story we get into right now. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, we have breaking news hot off the press coming to us right now. The minutes order in the Clayton Eckerd v. Jane Doe paternity hoax scandal. Uh, on today's Good Lord Day, February 16th, 2024, the petitioner known as Jane Doe's motion to quash deposition of her has been denied. That's right, folks. A judge has denied Jane Doe's petition to quash the deposition. What does this mean? Well, we're going to get into it. Uh, quash is to reject or avoid an illegal procedure. And Jane Doe said, I don't want to be deposed. I want to quash the deposition. Um, Clayton did not attempt to quash his deposition. He, um, he, he hit it out of the park is what he did. He did a two or three or four, I don't know how long, hour deposition. In previous um, iterations of this court case, Jane Doe refused to attend the court and did a cyber uh, Zoom call. Uh, as she said, she didn't want to be in the same room as somebody she had a restraining order against. Well, when it came down to Clayton getting deposed, a shock was brought to all when Janeth Doeth Dodo Bird third actually showed up for the full deposition. I'm told she was dressed up all nicely. This was like her date moment. She was like, I'm paying a lot of money to depose you. I might as well see it in the flesh. So she did the live theater version of the deposition. Uh, my guess is it was videotaped and we will, uh, I guess, as uh, members of the public, be allowed to see that eventually. But the fact that her motion was quashed means she'll have to attend a deposition now before her evidentiary hearing of February 27th. My guess is Clayton's lawyer, uh, old daddy Zaddy Woodnick, will um, talk to Corey Keith Jane Doe's lawyer, and get something on the books for next week. Let's see if they can uh, clear their schedules. I don't know if Jane's got any podcasts she's recording, but maybe she has a few extra hours and um, can uh, throw some contour on and get in there and give a hell of a performance. We'll have to see what goes down with that. We know that she's worried about it going public and wanted the record sealed. And I understand some people want the record sealed because the truth is embarrassing. I get it. I understand. You ever shart your pants? It's embarrassing. I get who, who would want a pants shart to be made public? Nobody, but you know, in the, in the, uh, in, and in this court case, it's important that the truth is out there, which Brings me to my next announcement that I have been accepted into the Society of Professional Journalists. That's right, folks. The Society of Professional Journalists, which we are going to call the SPJ, is the nation's most broad-based journalism organization. 
dedicated to encouraging the free practice of journalism and stimulating high standards of ethical behavior. I've also spoken with the Maricopa County Courthouse and have received permission as a journalist to record outside the court. They just said, you know, let us know when you're going to be doing that. We'll have our security know just in case any phone calls come in saying you're not allowed to be there. So I don't know if we will be there, but it's nice to know we are now invited to the party. Uh, you know, I was following the Instagram for the Society of Professional Journalists now that I'm a member. And I loved this quote that I found from six days ago on a hashtag free press Friday. Our democracy relies on an informed citizenry. Information is what keeps us free from tyranny. So we're going to continue to share information with everybody so everyone's on the same page and knows what's going on with this very public court case between two public officials, a TEDx podcaster named Jane Doe, or redacting her real name out of courtesy, and Clayton Eckert, former Bachelor and TikTok dance guru. Uh, we are here to give you all of that news. Along with that very famous uh, former couple X fling. We've also got current couple Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey in the news because of my very, I guess, good journalistic integrity and daily coverage of them. I've been rewarded with a one-star review from a user named EGY20. The title of their review is Becoming Insufferable. One star. I used to enjoy listening sometimes for the Batch Nation news, Please stop the endless updates informing us every time Taylor Swift and her boyfriend kiss. Couldn't be more bored. Yawn emoji. Dear EGY20, please shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, there's your one-star review of the day. If that's encouraging you to leave a five-star review, tell EGY to suck on your nuts now. As our good friend Daisy said in that music video. All right, let's move it on to some other news. How about some non-Taylor Swift news? You don't want to hear about that relationship? I don't know. Let's latch on to Jennifer Lopez and how she's getting steamy about sex with Ben in her new Not Safe for Work lyrics in her new song. I don't know where the lyrics are, but let's just have a listen and see. This is about, I guess, taking that old New England uh, clam chowder to town. The song is called This Is Me Now by J-Lo. Different roads to lost souls Never thought we'd find our way back Could have lost what matters most How could I live with that? All right, get to the goods. It's in your body, climbing on top of me, slipping inside of me. Whoa! Holy hell! Trigger warning! There's kids in the room! Okay, guys. I, <laughs> oh my! Listen, I haven't heard this yet. And I was like, all right, clearly it's clickbait. She's not going to get NSFW lyrics. One more time for the kids in the back. Please, earmuffs. I live with that. Missing your body, climbing on top of me, slipping inside of me. Whoa! Way that I ride it, bodies aligning. Look at our timing. Way that she rides it. 
Oh my god, I can't. Maybe we'll play some more later. I'm just, I'm blushing, folks. Come on. This, oh boy. Oh, right. This J-Lo song is just, it's kind of making me hungry. In today's episode, that's good to know because we are brought by Factor. They're delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals. I had the pork chops last night. Look, I'm not buying pork chops. I'm not doing the whole thing. But if someone wants to make me pork chops, that are ready to be microwaved in two minutes or less, you bet your bottom dollar. It comes with a side of uh, broccoli florets, and then they've got the little like cream, because I get the keto version. They don't just have keto. They got all veggie and smart calorie, whatever, different versions. But I absolutely love it. I, I don't know if you guys know this. Since I moved to Nashville, I've actually lost eight pounds. I'm trying to eat healthier, get my mind right. And uh, I'm not claiming that Factor is going to do that for you, but they have pretty good portion sizes. Uh, called Action is, <laughs> I shouldn't have read that part, <laughs> Head to factormeals.com slash rush hour fifty. JLo's got me all flustered. Use code rush hour fifty to get fifty percent off. That's code rush hour fifty at factormeals.com slash rush hour fifty to get fifty percent off. Boy, I mean, where do we go from JLo? It's got me feeling a whole certain way. Forget about the world when we're alone. Only thing that ever fails. One of our one of our Patreon members just said Jane Doe could learn from that song how people actually get pregnant. Yeah, I mean J Lo is giving me the health class I never received in school. We'll be back with more content right after this. I tell you guys, I'm hanging on by a thread with my voice all week long. But if you want to catch me ranting and raving, I got all these new jokes I'm going to be doing at uh, this Sunday night in Clarksville, Tennessee. I've got a stand-up show. So if you want to catch that stand-up show, I'll be posting the link for tickets. Although I don't believe it's sold out. So don't worry. I mean, go get tickets. But if you're in the area, I don't know where Clarksville is. I think it's just a, I think it's only a few minutes from Nashville. Uh, but I'll be there, like I said, Sunday night doing all new jokes about my pregnancy and and how we got to where we are. I've even got I've even got a joke that involves um, getting sued uh, because 2023 was a hell of a year. Featured in Time Magazine and then sued by a fellow podcaster. And if that ain't American. I don't know what is, folks, because let me tell you something. The world I live in, if you're not being featured in Time Magazine, if you ain't getting sued by a fellow podcaster, you ain't living, bitch! Okay, so anyway, we've got more content. There it goes. Why is my voice going away? Now you know. This is why I bought a home, so I can yell, you ain't living, bitch, uh, as loud as I want uh, in the one month before my baby's born. You... you- <laughs> You guys are going to know that, um, you know, once the baby's uh, around that I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, you're not living, bitch. <laughs> I'm just going to have to, like, be all quiet. All right. So in other news, yes, involving Taylor Swift. Oh, boy, are you so bored? Get out of here. What are you still doing here? You left us a one star review. You're not welcome. No, you can come back. Just good grief. Get over it. Taylor Swift donated $100,000 to family of woman killed in Kansas City shooting. She opened up her wallet to help the family of the woman. And don't get me wrong, there's gonna be people, there's gonna be people going, eh, that's nothing for, you know, she spends that in jet fuel. Just shut up. Just shut up. A GoFundMe was set up Thursday for Elizabeth Lopez Galvin, specifically to assist her loved ones to setting up a proper memorial for her, as well as general financial assistance. She left behind a husband and two kids, and the goal was set for $75,000. And what we see there is that there were two $50,000 donations by Taylor Swift herself that read, sending my deepest sympathies and condolences in the wake of your devastating loss. With love, Taylor Swift. Now, again, no amount of money is going to take away from the senseless crime, 
but good to know that there are good people out there doing good with what they have. I know personal content creators that are rolling in the dough that you don't catch donating to anybody's thing. They're all about themselves. Taylor, not the case. So she left that sweet note and the cash offerings generated overnight just ahead of Taylor's first concert in Melbourne, where she's been the past couple of days to prepare for a string of shows there as her era's tour ramps up again. Taylor did not address the shooting during her performance. Again, Taylor had nothing to do with the shooting. She wasn't even in the same country when it happened. But of course, her boyfriend, whom we've covered, Travis Kelsey, was there and the shooting um, could it have been prevented? Yeah, if the guy didn't have if the guys didn't have guns, but it had little to do with the actual parade and more to do with, you know, whatever beefs these guys had. Real sad, sad story. Well, Prince Harry reveals how he learned of his dad King Charles' cancer diagnosis on Good Morning America. Here's what he had to say. Last week. An unexpected diagnosis for Harry's father, King Charles. How did you get the news that the king was ill? Um, I spoke to him. And what did you do next? I jumped on a plane and, and went to go see him as soon as I could. How was that visit for you emotionally? Um, look, I, 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 love, I love my family. The fact, that I was, the fact that I was able to get on a plane and go and see him and spend any time with him, I'm grateful for that. What's sort of your outlook on, on his health? That stays between me and him. An illness in the family can have a galvanizing or sort of reunifying effect for a family. Absolutely. Is that possible in this case? Yeah, I'm sure. He says, yeah, I'm sure. And it's like, it's not like he's, you know, like no contact from his family. I mean, who among us don't have problems? I, you know, I, I get in fights with my stepdad, but I love the guy. You know, we just have different core beliefs. And of course, you know, what you have to remember about Prince Harry is there's this huge smear campaign against him. But how would you deal with the fact that your mom died due to paparazzi's relentless uh, sort of obsession with her and possibly the fact that the royal family wasn't providing all the protections that they could have. You know what I mean? Like, how would you handle that? We're too busy to judge people for where they are and not look at all of the sort of um, uh, factors that would have led them to that place. Well, in other news, we've been covering this. So a few days ago, we announced when the star of Hot Wings, Sean Evans, was dating porn star Melissa Stratton, and then he dumped her because <laughs> I guess he wasn't ready to commit. I don't know. Um, things were getting spicy. Well, now she says um, she calls out Hot Ones host ex Sean Evans after a breakup. She said, the adult film star retweeted a news report about their split on Wednesday and wrote, don't try to date a uh, porn star if you actually like porn, seemingly using corn in place of porn. She also responded to a fellow porn star who tweeted a middle finger emoji directly at the Hot Ones host writing, that's my girl. I think she also said something else. Um, I think she made fun of him and said, she said, it's okay, I've got a better bald man to get spicy with at most talented bald man. So it's a battle of the bald men, but yeah, I guess that relationship wasn't going too far. If uh, if you don't love me for who I am, you know, one of those types of deals. All right, Cassidy Pope leaves country music after being shamed for speaking out against Morgan Whalen or Wallen and Brittany Aldean. The voice alum explained to Rolling Stone that she's returning to her pop punk and rock roots because of both her personal preferences and the polarizing antics of some of the most popular people in Nashville. She said, if this is a genre that I absolutely can't let go of, I'm just kind of being complicit, Pope told a magazine in an interview. Um, I realize every genre has problematic people in it. I'm not saying there's not a frontman in a band who hasn't been accused of something in rock music, but I guess rock is in my bones more. You're not completely ostracized and shamed for speaking out. I mean, that is interesting. Uh, country music has had that sort of small 
um, home mentality with the Dixie Chicks getting canceled for speaking out against George Bush back in the day. I mean, it's it's not it's 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 interesting, right? Politically speaking, um, that that you could that you would have to quote unquote leave a genre. It's like perform whatever music you want to perform. But I understand if the radio stations aren't going to play it, then why are you even trying? But that's the world we live in. Gatekeepers are out there. All right. Well, who's in the market for a fifteen million dollar home? Kathy Hilton is selling. Her Hamptons estate. See inside the six-bedroom home. Oh, it's only got six bedrooms? Are you even partying at six bedrooms? Kathy Hilton has listed her family's palatial Hamptons home for $14.95 million. But here's the deal, right? Why get a home in the Hamptons unless you get a private helicopter? Because let me tell you something. On a Friday afternoon, you do not want to drive from New York City to your summer home. I don't care how palatial your estate is. You're going to be sucking exhaust on the highway in bumper-to-bumper traffic. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star 64 and her husband Rick Hilton purchased the six-bedroom Southampton New York getaway in 1999 for $2.3 three, eight million. That's the, that's the problem with society folks. They bought that thing for a couple million and now it's worth 15. Get out of here. Sure. It's perched on a spanning 2.7 acre estate inside a private gated community featuring all the fixings of a perfect summer escape. But who wants to spend the time dealing with the maintenance? I mean, mowing your lawn. I'll tell you what, I don't mind mowing my lawn, but if I had a palatial estate, I would probably be like, you know what? That's just a little too much for me. All right. In other news, you know what? We've got more in the, uh, (laughs) this isn't a Taylor Swift story, so don't cancel me, but we do have, uh, Travis Kelsey's mom putting her money where her mouth is. We'll have her right after the break. You know what story we didn't cover, we're kind of catching up on all of our loose ends here, is Nate Babatunde, Nate Babatunde Alakoya, has uh, hard-launched his girlfriend. He said, honestly, you're too good for me. It's like, we know. Honestly, we'll last about a week. Honestly, my life is sour, but when I'm with you, everything's sweet. She's for sure going to hate half these pics, but me, I like them. And it's Nate Babatunde with his new girl. Her, her name's Alyssa Maloney. Um, I don't know if she's got a, uh, sort of job listed on her Instagram. Either way, they look like a very cute couple and Valentine Valentine's day always brings out the best in hard launches. So very happy for them. And in other news, Donna Kelsey, Taylor Swift's mom, by the way, Taylor Swift's mom and Travis Kelsey's mom, they look a lot alike. They, they just have nice, wholesome mom energy. I'd like to get them on a podcast. Wouldn't that be nice to have Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's moms on podcasts? Maybe we'll get another one-star review for that. Uh, Donna Kelsey lets small business put cookie recipe on mug to help pay off students' lunch debt. I don't even know what that means, but let's read this. Donna Kelsey, the mother of Kansas, and by the way, this was from before the Super Bowl, the mother of Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey and Philadelphia Eagles center Jason Kelsey is known for her famous chocolate chip cookies. Of course she is. Oh, what a nice mom. Oh, with some whole milk. Are you kidding me? Some warm whole milk? And then you know that part, you know when the cookie fall, like falls under the weight of the milk and it falls to the bottom of the mug and then you eat the other cookies and you're like, well, I guess I'm done eating cookies and then you remember there is a submerged chocolate chip cookie waiting for me at the bottom of this mug and then you take that mug to town and you chug that milk and you chew on that milk chocolate goodness that's what donna kelsey's 
all about. She loves that chocolate chip cookie life. Either way, a small business in the Kansas City area created a mug that said, It's Mama Kelsey's world and we're just living in it, which caught the attention of Donna Kelsey, 20, 70, 71, according to people. She ended up buying 20 of the mugs for Christmas gifts. After Donna, after Donna Venmoed me, I said a thank you and asked her if I could put her cookie recipe on a mug and donate $5 per mug sold to pay off elementary school lunch debt. And she said yes. The owner of the small business, Annie's Barn, Annie Stowe, told People. The mug featured the entire recipe and directions for Donna Kelsey's cookie recipe, KCTV reported. It sells for about $18. All right, I want to know what the recipe is. I don't know if it's out there. I want to know if she has any special ingredients she's using. Well, after two weeks, enough of the mugs were sold to pay off about $2,000 toward lunch debt at the school in the Kansas City metro area. By the way, guys, lunch debt at schools has to stop. We are supposed to live in the richest country in the world. We shouldn't have to worry about some 13-year-old not being able to afford lunch. What the fuck is going on out there? Can we at least agree on legislation that provides meals to kids while they're in school? I mean, we're paying for the teachers to be there. Wow, Dave's being a socialist. Yeah, bitch. We're paying for the teachers to teach our kids. They're like glorified babysitters. We don't take care of them. And by, when, when I say glorified babysitters, I'm not saying they're not good at their jobs. Most teachers are good at their jobs. They're inspiring our youth to, to pursue truth and critical thinking and all these great things. And yet some of them can't afford lunches. So they're in debt before they're even 18. Good grief out there. Guys, let's wake up and fix this shit. All right, I left here kind of hot. I started strong. I ended stronger. I, um, I'm going to finish this episode just the way Ben Affleck likes to finish. According to J-Lo, <laughs> she's given us the direct location. Have a good weekend, everybody. I'll have a Driving with Dave tomorrow. You're going to love it. It's a conversation with a fellow comedian. And as always, join me in Clarksville. It's just outside of Nashville. Go to that show if you want. I'll be telling some stand-up comedy if I get my voice back. Here's J-Lo getting not safe for work. Missing your body, climbing on top of me, slipping inside of me. Whoa! Way that I ride it, body's aligning, look at our timing. Oh Forget God. about the world when we're alone. Let me scrap this whole thing. Only thing that ever like home. 20 years ago. Destiny, how we found each other twice in one lifetime. I tried life without you, been thinking about you. You don't know how long, and we got so much time left this time. We won't. All right, have a good one, everyone. I'm Dave Neal. This is Bachelor Rush Hour. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't join the free Facebook group, Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at dneals for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush. I don't care what you guys say, this episode was my opus. Goodbye.